0: How can this be? Reptar has always been our friend. He protected us from the mole people, the aliens. Don't forget the gigantic cockroaches. Yet now he seems to have turned evil. Has the world gone mad? Has the very fabric of space-time been torn apart?
1: Yeah.
2: Everybody who's anybody is potty trained gut buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew.
3: And I'm Cassandra. And
2: this is episode 206.
4: We're talking the top rugrats.
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's here. Uh, 206 episodes. And we're talking about what might be the most, like, wow. Mm, oh, Maybe with the exception of Spongebob, maybe the most famous Nickelodeon show ever. Hmm. What do you think about that? Probably. Longest running.
3: Absolutely. It spans generations, like, because I don't know about you guys, but my kids love the new Rugrats.
2: Oh. Oh. Yeah, they, they, like, they approve of it. They're watching it.
3: They love it.
2: <laughs> Were they familiar with the old Rugrats?
3: Yeah, they love it too. I, I'm just like, really? You like this? <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like it
3: um, It was a little scary at first But it's growing on me
2: <laughs> Yeah Let's be honest. My my biggest problem so far with the new one Is uh, uh, Grandpa's voice mm. Grandpa's whole vibe is weird mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, He seems like he's like 50 or something He's like too like spry Yeah
4: <laughs> Yeah he is like a uh, Ponytail
2: Right? Yeah, yeah, and his voice is just not like old manish. It's it sounds like <laughs> us. I mean, it's um, too too young. Yeah, that was a shame that uh, now I'm
4: now I can't think of his name. The <laughs> grandpa's original voice uh, passed away. Something some years David ago. Do-
2: David Doyle, or I mean he he passed he passed away during the run. I, I think he passed away in ninety seven. Oh uh, wow. Yeah. So the la- season five and six is someone else. Um, hmm. And, and it's cl- it's close. Like the guy, the guy who does five and six is close, but it's still a, like just off enough that it's uh, it feels weird. Yeah,
4: I have only seen the preview, but I also heard um, Stu's voice is completely different. He that voice actor also passed away. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, and Cleveland's that sounds own.
4: really weird. Like he he had such a distinct voice; it's hard for me to think of him as anything
2: else. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, that's uh the voice work on the show is magnificent. We've talked a lot about the animation on Rugrats being pretty pretty magnificent. Yeah. Um and I think rewatching it so so let me ask before I talk about rewatching did how much did you guys go back and watch or did you kind of go like with your gut? You know, did you dig in? Did you marathon? What what did you do here?
3: Okay, yeah. So I did. I've watched a lot of Rugrats, even recently, like I said, because of the kids. And um, but I did just go with my gut. I went with what I felt like when I was a kid. The ones that I remember the most, or thought were the best for one reason or or another. Um, I didn't try to go with like what I would like now. If that makes okay. sense.
4: For sure.
2: Yeah, I think that's always a safer way to go cuz I've definitely made some favorite picks where it was based on like 30 whatever year old Joey and it feels untrue to my former yeah. self when I when I reconsider the pick it's like oh man I was I was trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, did you rewatch anything?
4: Uh yeah, I rewatched a bunch of them. Like all I I came up with a list of like maybe 20 that I remembered and thought it could be a contender and then um, rewatched like a bunch of those and flipped through some of the ones that weren't making it for me. Um, But I, this is another one of those shows that I'm always surprised, like how much I enjoy it again. Like I'm a little bit hard on it, I think um, in general on here, but uh, watching some of these episodes, like I, they were really good ones.
2: Why do you think we're hard on it? Because I agree. We are, I think, harder on Rugrats than most 90s. Sh- I mean, we give yeah. passes to like every, I mean, you know, everything. Alan Strange <laughs> and Space Cases. So why is, is, do you think we resent it because it's so popular? I mean, what's, what's, mm. not res, resent's the wrong word. But why do you think we're hard on it?
4: Uh, I think to me, maybe I'm thinking of it as too much of like a really little kids show just because mm. it's about the babies. Like, I forget how adult a lot of these storylines are and, like, how much you spend, how much time you spend with uh, their parents and stuff. Um, so, I, like, I'm always surprised just going back that it's not, like,
2: a preschool show. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's, I, you know, I made a note that, uh, I think maybe besides Are You Afraid of the Dark, Rugrats is like the scariest show that Nickelodeon has aired. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So many of these episodes are chilling.
3: I think people take it for granted, too, because it was just always on when we were kids. It was like the default setting for Nickelodeon. So (laughs) people just maybe get sick of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Repetition. Um, although it has served me at this point where a lot of these I had kind of r- erased from my memory, but then mm-hmm. once I watched it, it came like flooding back. Mm. Um, yeah. So that repetition I think has like paid off now, but I'm sure as a kid I was just kind of done with it. Uh, and then by the time they got to All Growed Up, it just felt felt like they sold out. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you it know felt, what? It, <laughs> felt like, it felt like Nickelodeon's first show where uh, and I'm saying this as like I know this is a ridiculous idea, but I felt probably as a 13 year old, it's like oh they think you know they they got their Mickey Mouse or whatever. Um, I actually kind of liked all grown up. I might Pretty. be the only one, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember. Uh, did you like the movie? Did you like the movies?
4: Not. Uh, I'm not sure. I ever saw one of the movies all the way through.
3: Oh wow. Mm. They're really good.
4: Mm. Well,
2: okay. Uh, maybe I'll give them a chance.
3: <laughs> I mean, really
2: good. <laughs> really, really good. Like I saw I saw think that so? first one, but I don't think I saw the wild thornberries one.
3: I love the wild thornberries one. Yeah, I think they're really good. <laughs> okay. I mean, maybe I'd have to rewatch and make sure, but <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, no, I mean Rugrats is good. I think I I do think yeah, everything you said there is probably true. The fact that it probably we thought it felt too young for us or what have you, but a lot of the a lot of the show's premises do revolve around the adults, m- more so than I think a kid could tolerate now, honestly. <laughs> I I remember loving it at the time. Oh, me um, too. But yeah. I've never watched a modern kid show where, you know, Yeah. There are some of these episodes where it's like eighty percent adult storyline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not you're not chilling with Mayor Humdinger and Paw Patrol for like the whole episode.
3: It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I mean that's, that's got true. that's definitely
4: like a smaller kid's show than this.
2: Yeah, that's
3: true. I mean, I don't know. That's what's so great about Rugrats, right? Is like you can a two year old can watch it, and a twenty two year old can watch it. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was I was reading about um how like the the writers and um, oh, what's her name the the woman who created it, Ar- Arlene Klasky. Yeah, Klasky. Mm-hmm. Klasky, yeah. I guess she thought like they eventually like the writers had become too cynical, uh, and like mean. Like she didn't like the she didn't like where they took Angelica and I guess they often mm. had disagreements. And so I I read that they invented the character of Dr. Lipschitz to be kind of, they were like mocking her. Like I guess <laughs> I guess Lip, lipschitz was supposed to represent like her and like giving all this advice that was bogus. <laughs> so it seems like even within the show there was like maybe disagreement as to like what audience this was for
5: Uh, which maybe is wild
2: which is maybe what makes it like cool like i don't know yeah for sure like
4: um yeah i don't know i i I just remember as a kid i felt like the adult stuff was at least as interesting to me as the kids stuff like um i uh and maybe that was just i don't know, i don't know i feel like as a kid that's kind of what you want you want to like be part of the adult world so it's like it feels like you're getting some experience in it or something
3: that's true
2: yeah and you know what i just realized uh cassandra this is your first time on the podcast and i think because maybe we we're, were so familiar with you that we just like skipped your intro Uh, but before we get into our list we should probably say like all right so tell the people a little bit about yourself Cassandra because you're 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 up to all sorts of stuff
3: sure yeah I'm a mom I'm podcasting over here I've got a podcast called Cassandra explains it all Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a good time I do some 90s stuff uh, Nickelodeon but I also do you know some 80s movies and stuff like that so and yeah. Joey just came on and did um, You've Got Mail. So that'll come out this fall.
2: <laughs> it was awesome. Any, anybody who's listened to this podcast knows I love You've Got Mail. I won't apologize for it as much as Andrew wants me to.
3: <laughs> no, we ended up loving it even more. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was great. You fa- it's 23 years later and you fall in love with those two rascals all over again. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I Andrew, you were just saying you were listening to some of the podcasts, right? Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed the Mark
4: Summers interview most recently.
3: Oh, um, yeah. Thank you.
4: Yeah, it was great. Uh, and um, I'm not all the way through, but I've been listening to The Tale of the 13th Floor and yeah. uh, really enjoying that. <laughs> the Terrence yeah. Con- uh, McKenna connection is funny. Yeah. Uh, well, good, I hope you... Good episode.
3: <laughs> hope you equally enjoy the 20 minutes of Terrence McKenna I play at the end of the episode. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, yeah, for anybody listening, Brett, who often comes on this podcast and does the art, you know, for some of your guys' episodes, also does a series with me on Are You Afraid of the Dark? So we're slowly working our way through every single episode.
2: Oh, man. Good luck Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm it's It's, it's, been pretty fun so far it it is so much fun it's just a lot to it's a lot to bite off
3: it Um, is and brett is not amused by me which i think makes it even funnier
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah yeah i think that's a that's a good dynamic yeah an odd couple type dynamic exactly Um, yeah i was just listening to your uh field of peat which you know, I, I have to say, I strongly disagree with um, your your <laughs> yeah. lukewarm take. But uh, that's I kind of like that. You know, I feel like uh, you're not you're not uh, I don't know what the right word is. You're not uh, pandering,
3: yeah, not
2: right yeah. Like you know, you know your you know your audience is there for the nostalgia, but your 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 takes are pretty honest and real. And I and I, I guess I I'd, I'd much prefer that than you being like, oh my god, Pete and Pete's. Genius, even though it is, but uh... it
3: is, and I know I love trash, like, I know what I love is trash, and I'll admit that.
4: Hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold statement, okay. <laughs> uh, um, airborne,
4: for... you guys talked about though, I don't oh, I wouldn't airborne. call that trash. I yeah. loved airborne,
3: I, so loved that, airborne. I did wouldn't, do that. You would not yeah. call
4: airborne trash, Andrew? Uh, no. I, I mean, as a kid, I really loved it. I, I guess I haven't seen it in a while, but Black.
3: Just quick, you know, airborne, airborne versus brink. What, which, which way are you going?
2: Oh, definitely well, airborne.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, I guess it's like such a low bar, but I guess airborne.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: are you going airborne?
3: Um, I'm loyal to Disney, so I'll say brink. Oh.
2: Okay, we're we're way off from Rugrats. All right, so the the uh, the list, uh, we'll we'll do our typical, we'll do our top fives, um, we'll do a close call, we'll do a Ferguson, um, and we're not doing full episodes. We're going to do our favorite kind of episode segments, either Part A or Part B, unless you got you know there's some specials in there, some twenty five minute uh, sure. episodes, but um, I think that's that's a that's what we're going to do. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cool, uh, Andrew. You want to kick us off with your number sure. five? My number five. I don't know if
4: this one's even on your guys' radar. It's called Party Animals, season two, episode twenty-six B. Um, wow! It's a uh, like the the parents are having uh, this costume party, and the kids are uh, upstairs, like being put to bed, and they make a wish on and. The, grandpa reads them the story of Aladdin and his lamp and they make a wish on Angelica's like just regular lamp, you know? Um, yeah. And it kind of, it like comes true in the form of the party guests in their costumes. Um, but it's just a really fun episode. Like you get to see all the um, adults in this one. And it's one of the, these ones where like it's the kids kind of um, trying to get into the adult world and not, understanding what's happening at all
6: billy joe this is my brother Stu, also known as tarzan king of the jungle well actually still king kong is king of the jungle you're just king of the apes no way drew the term king of the jungle refers exclusively to tarzan what tarzan rules and you know it hey you want to step outside yeah hey
4: drew let me in um and There's a lot of funny moments in this one. Um, Just the adults interacting with each other. At one point, Stu gets locked out of the house and gets caught by the police. Um, (laughs) It's
1: just like...
4: (laughs) It's just a really funny, like, fast-paced episode. And you spend so much time with these, like, weirdo adults um, in this one that uh, it just, like... It cracks me up. Um, That's such a
3: cool story concept, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't... I. I think I vaguely remember the, like the adults wearing like weird costumes. They're at Angelica's house, is that right?
4: It may be or, Drew's uh, house. I Drew's guess. okay. Yeah.
2: Well, that's Angelica's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I guess I
4: could have just said yes. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> Technically, the owner of the house is Drew, so you're right. Um, no. Yeah. I vaguely is this one you liked as a kid? Because I I just that one it. it it rings the bell yeah but not quite uh I
4: definitely remembered this one as a, from being a kid and I think the reason was mostly because uh it it's not an outright New year's episode but I feel like maybe it was aired around New year's or something because it feels mm. like a really perfect episode for that um and uh I just love that like kids uh discovering this like super weird thing about the adults and like trying to grapple with it um yeah also there's this uh one of the characters it's like Stu's uncle or something um dresses up as a giant baby and they get like freaked out from it <laughs> and he's like chasing after them trying to get to, uh get them to pull his finger and they like you know, oh, man, that, oh that's
2: yeah that sounds super familiar he, he's yeah. like wearing he's wearing like nothing but a big diaper right yes yeah yeah yes yes this is kind of coming back now um i can't and say whether i think it's good but it's definitely like a very like uh the imagery i feel like sticks yeah. so that must be something yeah um and uh the final
4: moment of this episode just cracks me up it's like they've all the kids have barricaded themselves in their room to get away from this crazy giant baby and angelica has been sleeping through this whole thing and finally she wakes up and has to go to the bathroom and the giant baby has been locked in the bathroom (laughs) and she opens it up and when she sees him she just like screams um, so funny
2: <laughs> Darn I wish I would have gone back and watched this one uh, That sounds good I just I just like google searched it to like Look at some pictures and it, it definitely It's like what I'm thinking <laughs> of But also I just saw that it's on a It was on a VHS tape Called Bedtime Bash mm. uh, It was a Rugrats one mm. And they're all like bedtime ones So there's Party Animals Under Chucky's Bed Tooth or Dare In the Dreamtime and The Last Babysitter Oh, yeah. pretty good tape. Yeah. 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 Cool pick, Andrew. I would. Yeah. Thank you. Very cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, Cassandra, what do you have at number five?
3: OK, so for number five, I have Moose Country.
2: So mm. I
3: feel like some of my picks are kind of obvious, but I'm I'm just keeping it real. OK, yeah. so yeah. season one, episode six. And it's after hearing grandpa's mythical story about a moose, the Rugrats go look for one and spoilers at Spike. Um, <laughs> it's such a great episode. Grandpa has so many funny lines. He says that he ate 15 tons of moose and that it lasted the rest of the Great Depression.
0: And there we were, just me and your great granddaddy hunkered down in the shadow of an enormous bull moose. Just a hair bigger than this house. Well, maybe he wasn't as big as the house, but he was certainly bigger than the garage. Anywho, the whole Pickles clan had moose for breakfast, lunch, and dinner the remainder of the Great Depression. Now that was real food, not like that green mush you'd been eating. And just what did that moose look like, you say? Well, I just happened to have his picture right here in my wallet. Here he is. Fifteen tons of bull moose. Sometimes I can still taste that fella. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and, um, oh, and Chucky eats an earthworm. And that comes mm. back around uh, up again in my Ferguson pick
2: interesting yeah the worm
3: yes there's a little connection there <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um,
2: that's a that's a good teaser
4: <laughs> yeah I uh, definitely remember this episode pretty vividly all these first yeah. season ones I really mm-hmm. uh, connect yeah. with um yeah very good episode it's like it's another one of those ones where they um, are exploring some like everyday, area but to them it's like the jungle kind of
3: yeah and it's still funny like at first I thought I just picked it instinctually for nostalgic reasons but it was actually really funny
2: (laughs) good one news country see yeah that see that one's not like that that doesn't seem like an obvious pick to me yeah it seems like oh okay that seems like a deep cut to me okay (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, I feel like the same way about my list, but I'm sure there's a few on here where people would roll their eyes. You know, you can't be wrong on these things. Come on.
3: Sure, sure. Uh, well, maybe when you hear my Ferguson, uh-oh. you might disagree.
2: Oh, if it's mm. Beach Blanket Babies, we're about to fight. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, my number five uh, is season, from season three. It's episode 17B, and it's an episode called mm. Chucky's Wonderful Life. Um, and, uh, you know, I just pulled the summaries here. So it says Chucky has made a mess of things again, and now he wishes he's never been born. But with the help of his gardening angel, he learns what life would be like without him. Oh, and, um, this is, so this, this centers around like with the help of Angelica losing uh, his dad, Chaz's favorite, uh, Latvian folk dance music CD. And so Chucky thinks he's going to be in like huge trouble. And, uh, you know, I think the wonderful life, it's a wonderful life take has been done by a bunch of shows and pop culture, but there's something yeah. to me extra comedic and uh, really like still tragic about a baby watching the world unravel with like if he had never existed. You know, yeah. that whole premise, except through the eyes of a one year old, is Chucky. <laughs> and uh, really, one of my all time favorite rug, Rugrats moments i think is watching chaz you know so it's life without it's life without chucky and chaz is just living in squalor uh he he watches nothing but c-span uh and he talks to saki his sock puppet <laughs> uh we get yeah we get that, there you go. do
4: you remember that now that you're talking about it like it's really yeah. coming back
2: Oh, yeah. Chaz is just, like, a total mess. He looks like he's just been run down, and he's got this sock on his hand.
0: Hi, hey, this looks like my living room, only it's, it's different. Where are we? Well, it's kind of complicated. See, this is what the world would be like if he was never born. Wow. Why is it so messy? Without you around, your dad just doesn't see any reason to clean up. So, what do you want to do now, Saki? I don't know, Chaz. What do you think we should do? Who's my dad talking to, Chucky? You may not like what you're about to see. We could just watch C-SPAN. They're showing the proceedings of the House Ways and Means Committee today. My dad is talking to a sock. Who else would he talk to? You don't exist, remember? He's
2: telling Saki he wishes he was his real. He he wishes Saki was real. And Saki's like, me too. Uh, (laughs) And Phil and Lil have become like punks, like punk rock and Betty and Howell. Oh, yeah. Uh, Betty and Howard are like totally helpless. They're just like destroying the house. Uh, Angelica kicks Tommy out of the house and takes over the pickle house. Uh, It's really just a blast. I mean, it's like, you know, you think I i think when I was going into it, I wasn't expecting it to be on my list because I thought it might be more of a sentimental episode, which I'm not always into. But it's really funny. Um. (laughs) Yeah, the premise uh, is very depressing. Um. Yeah, but they don't treat any of it like that. They like they treat it as absurd as it is, which yeah. is a one-year-old with his gardening angel, uh, <laughs> looking at what his, the world would be like. I mean, it's it's like Blade Runner world. Everything's run down, and like it looks just like crimes <laughs> everywhere. And
3: <laughs> oh my
2: gosh! All because Chucky wasn't born. Yeah. So well, that's my number five. Nice, I like that. nice. Yeah. yeah, good. I pick. didn't rewatch that, so maybe I yeah. will. I'll be interested to see if there's any that is on all three of ours. Right. Yeah. I'll call it a long shot, but I do think there's one or two that's possible. There's
4: one that I'm, I'm going to be kind of surprised if it's not, but you know, we'll see. Okay. Um, you ready for number four? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been waiting all day for it. Oh, okay. Uh, Man, this was close to being higher on the list, but it's Angelica Breaks a Leg, season three, Ah. episode Um, seven B. Yeah. Rewatched this one. It's just as funny as ever. Um, (laughs) I mean, every everything about it is really pretty hilarious. Uh, Just to recap, Angelica is staying with with uh, Stu and Dee Dee for like the weekend while her parents are away. And she fakes breaking her leg so that they have to take care of her and uh, they just gradually get more and more fed up as she as her demands become like crazier and crazier (laughs)
0: Um. Uncle Stu, would you open my window? I'd do it myself but my legs broke But Angelica, I need a tissue. It's a little cold in here. Could you shut my window?
6: What is it, Angelica?
0: Hmm. Ah, I can't remember. Uncle Stu, it's getting kind of stuffy in here again. Could you open my window?
4: And uh, and it ends with um, the, her parents coming back home and Charlotte has broken her leg for real. And so yeah. she now has to take care of her mother the way that they were taking care of her. Um, yeah, it's a good twist. But this is just so funny uh, how um, Stu and Dee Dee are just like becoming zombies kind of trying to take care of uh, (laughs) angelica's every whim um and there's one thing in this episode that i know is done in some other stuff uh simpsons in particular but i remember this happening a lot um during this time period where the character wants the tv in their room and somebody has to like push the big uh um tube tv up
2: the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, the 20 the 27-inch tube TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 27-inch. I know that's so funny cuz I was like really in the 90s, was that? Was that a big TV?
4: Um I guess so yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. Oh, it's it's a great imagery. And and um Klasky and uh, what's her husband's name? Um Shupo. I don't know. Shupo, right. They both come from the Simpsons.
4: Oh like the
2: first um... yeah the first few years i think in like the like late 80s they were on the simpsons
3: interesting
2: yeah yeah
3: mm. uh,
2: it shows in the animation you know for sure this is a this is a great pick uh i you know i went back and rewatched this one and one thing that i didn't remember is actually just how quickly they've had enough of it like her first mm. ring dd's yeah. like entertaining it yeah, but yeah. really by the second, <laughs> by the, her second buzz, which is within seconds of her first, Dee has, Dee already knows what's about to go down and she's yeah, like not yeah. having any of it. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it goes on then for four days, which is, uh, yeah, terrific. It's, um, it's yeah. really one, it's one long, one long running joke, but it, yeah. it works every single time.
4: Yes. Uh, yeah. This episode also has uh, Stu's signature scream. finally like can't take it anymore
2: (laughs) when she doesn't want her chocolate pudding mix anymore
4: Uh,
1: (laughs) oh that's right yeah
2: yeah this Mm -hmm. is this is a very funny episode uh yeah i'm glad it made your list
3: i feel like that's probably the most famous rugrats meme right Mm,
2: probably yeah yeah. easily um (laughs) Stew stew in the kitchen at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lost control of my life. <laughs> yeah. And now I was uh, thinking about this. I mean, Andrew, you and I, I, I won't ask your age, Cassandra, but you and I are Stew's age right now. Oh, man. Um, Pretty depressing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> but I like I think to I'm think I'm that... the same age as you guys, I think. Okay. I'm 34. Okay.
2: Okay, yeah, so you're right there. Maybe Dee Dee's age. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but I like to think maybe Stu, if he was alive in 2021, would have a podcast about toys or something. Yeah. Yeah, maker. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: you know what? Something else about this episode that really cracked me up this time around was um, just uh, when he goes to get the pudding mix in the middle of the night, and or when he goes to get the pudding, and it's like, It turns out there's no regular pudding. Like he has to get the mix and then make it. Uh, It was just, you know, a a subtle little great choice right there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Uh, Okay. So, yeah. Number four. No, no, no. Number four.
3: Yeah. So, my number four pick is um, season two, episode 13 A Visit from Lipschitz. Ah, Mm. Yes. (laughs) And I actually, um, my friend Harjo and I were going to do this as an episode on my podcast. But after rewatching it, I decided there wasn't enough there, you know, just to do that as an episode. Um, but I still really like it. And basically, Lipschitz comes over to the Pickles house for dinner to, you know, appease Tommy's mom and but then the guys leave to go to a baseball game and Dr. Lipschitz is like roaming their house eating their food and taking a <laughs> bath and like wearing Stu's bathrobe it's
2: so funny it's so creepy it's so weird
5: <laughs> oh my gosh that must be him it's such an honor to have you Dr. I'm sorry, Charles. I thought you were a famous psychologist. Nope. Just another faceless bureaucrat coming over to pick up his son.
6: Didi's in a bit of a frenzy with his doctor, Lipschitz, coming over. Lipschitz?
5: The Lipschitz? Why, yes. I didn't know you read Lipschitz. Read him? I've got his 12-volume complete works, the books on tape, and the brand-new how-to video guide.
0: You mean that guy who's always telling people how to raise their kids? I can't believe you people take that crackpot seriously.
6: Crackpot? (gasps) You meant a very skilled, intelligent, brilliant crackpot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now where's the
5: goulash? It'll be ready soon, Dr. Lipschitz. Please, come in.
6: You're too kind.
3: Yeah, I loved it, but I'm just like, this. it's too short to do an entire episode on, but it definitely needs an honorable mention. I think he's a great character.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I could have really used more of Lipschitz. Um, yeah. I, I, I just love like the fandom uh, I love that Chaz is such a huge fan not just yeah. Dee, Dee, but Chaz yeah. is just like i yeah. gotta I gotta be at this dinner
3: <laughs> so funny
2: um and this is this episode is like uh one of the real good one two punches I think it's uh, a visit from Lipschitz and then b is the inside story which is the watermelon seed one uh-huh. yeah classic. Um, so mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's just a solid 25 minutes there yeah. Yeah, um, nice. Um, that's one that I
4: didn't rewatch. Um, I just vaguely remember the details, but it didn't like come back to me as one that like connected with me as a kid. I guess, but um, might have to rewatch it now.
2: Yeah, it's a good. I, I did rewatch it for this. It's uh it's, it's a pretty funny one. And the, by the time by the time he starts literally like stripping down to take a bath, <laughs> it it feels beyond absurd. Uh, like for rugrats it's just like this man visiting this house is rummaging through their fridge and then getting in the tub it's it's very weird <laughs> um
3: it is such a weird episode it's so great though
2: <laughs> it is good it is good um i should mention some people have been submitting um instagram stuff so Andrew you mentioned angelica breaks her leg uh, this was also the pick of the black don draper yes. um <laughs> Uh, Vincenzo, our buddy Vincenzo picked Uh, that as his favorite and so did our friend Vaughn Um, all picked Angelica Breaks a Leg as their favorite Um, Vaughn also picked Looking for Jack uh, which is an episode I'm not very familiar with but um, I mean Lipschitz is pretty much Dr. Phil before Dr. Phil right?
3: Yeah that's what I was thinking when I was watching it I'm like who was this based on but like you said at the beginning of the episode I guess it was based off of um, you know somebody uh, that they're Arlene working with.
2: Klasky, yeah, the creator. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: but it does seem like a Doctor Phil type.
2: Yeah, big yeah, time for sure. All right. Well, my number, my number four is uh, season two, episode fifteen B, and that is an, epi- uh, an episode called "The Case of the Missing Rug Rat." Um, uh, the summary here is: After finishing his grocery shopping, Grandpa places Tommy into an old car just for fun. He only turns his back for a second, and Tommy is gone. After intensive searching, Grandpa traces Tommy to quote Gray, gar- gray Gardens, home of Emma and Clarice Pen- Pendragon, a couple of old a couple of old ladies who have adopted Tommy, who they now call Bostwick. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, my Lord.
2: Do you remember this one?
3: No, I can't oh no. believe I haven't seen this. Like, <laughs> It this
2: is, this is a tale in really my mind. Familiar. Yeah. Oh, my. When when you see it. So this is, Andrew, before we started recording, I was telling you there was one I watched that I didn't think would be on my list. And then when I saw it, like, it was <laughs> it was like I was whatever, eight years old again. Yeah. And it was, you know. Uh, yeah. So. uh <laughs> I love, I just love this one. It's really worth a rewatch. I feel like it's one that probably most people don't care or talk about, but.
0: um... Ladies, I'm looking for a baby. There must be some mistake,
5: Mr. Pickles. There have been no children at Grey Gardens for over 50 years.
0: Begging your pardon, ladies, but the presence of that rattle argues otherwise. Oh, dear. Oh, that.
5: Mr. Fickles, that rattle belongs to my sister. She's not quite right in the head, you know. Oh, but Emma, you know as well as I do that the rattle is yours. She's a bit touched, you see. Ladies, look. Tommy is my grandson, and I'll do whatever I have
2: to to get him back. There is no moral to this one, which I also like. (laughs) (laughs) There's, you know, in a lot of these Rugrats, there's, you know, your basic kind of there's a moral at the end. But there is, like, nothing here. Um, It's just an adventure slash detective tale. Uh, centered around grandpa Lou and Tommy. There really are only two characters reoccurring characters in this one. Um, We're way out in the middle of nowhere. And then we're taken to this eccentric home, which is based on the classic documentary gray gardens. Have you guys seen gray gardens?
3: Yeah, you had me at Grey Gardens.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, They literally call the mansion in the cartoon Grey Gardens, so they're not being, like, coy about the reference.
3: Oh, That's so cool. I cannot wait to watch this. <laughs> uh,
2: and the ladies who live there are, you know, just like the Grey Gardens ladies are a couple of recluse old women who are deteriorating in a mansion with a lot of cats. Um, and I just, yeah, I just vividly remember this episode as a kid. And, uh, man... Uh, So the old ladies, Emma and Clarice, um, I remember they used to really kind of scare me when I was a kid, but like in a fun way. Like the way they're animated is very creepy, Um, but it's a fun setting. I love the mansion. I love Grandpa Lou being a detective. Um, And every time Tommy is called uh, Bostwick, it's pretty much good for a laugh. Um, So, yeah, I you know. If people don't remember this, this is this is the one that maybe of like all my picks because I feel like the rest are like at least you'd hear the title and you might know what I'm talking about but um maybe go back and for some people out there check out the case of the missing rat. that's
1: yeah. awesome um,
2: yeah good one um that man I I can
4: vaguely remember this uh, yeah. setup I'll have to rewatch it but that's great yeah
2: yeah the whole the the weirder the better if you like (laughs) the whole the whole beginning is great because grandpa Lou sees his car he's like oh this brings me back to my detective days there's a guy standing (laughs) next to the car he's like do you mind if I just jump in and like have a little fun the guy's like go ahead and uh he gets in the car Oh yeah yeah. and then uh you know grandpa Lou sees his shopping cart rolling away and he chases after it and then he looks back and the car is gone and he runs up to the guy and he went where where'd the car go and he went i don't know that wasn't mine <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it's just I it. i don't know it, it 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 shocked me it's it's the only thing on my list where I, yeah i didn't anticipate it yeah but, uh,
4: nice yeah,
1: cool
2: good one uh well my
4: number three you're probably, I imagine you're familiar with Little Dude, Season 1, Episode 4B. <laughs> Little um, Dude, yeah, that's such a good one. Dee Dee has to, or decides to take Tommy to school to teach the class about uh, diaper changing and <laughs> where she works. Like, this one of the reasons why it's why I love this episode. Like, this might be the only, t- I think it's the only time where we see Dee Dee as a teacher mm. at work. Yeah. Um, i didn't even know she was a teacher yeah it's (laughs) very (laughs) bizarre this might be the only mention of it um but uh so tommy ends up at school and the and dd lets him lets the kids take care of him for some reason and (laughs) tommy you know like uh sneaks away and starts getting into trouble and it like results in a whole bunch of stuff where he's like um crawling through different classrooms as like different stuff is happening so you get to see like all these different characters and like the weird things they're doing um and there's this like cool guy character who Uh, kind of like connects with tommy (laughs) Uh, he's like the only one that can kind of just like take care of tommy without it being a big deal and um ramon yeah yeah um (laughs) there's a huge food fight in this one toward the end. Um, It's just like, it's one of those episodes that like feels really big to me. And it's very bizarre, like how many unique characters are in this episode and just the school. um, Just like for one half of an episode, it's like a crazy amount of work was put into it.
5: There you are going with my caddy? You don't have to babysit today, Pop. I'm taking Tommy to school. School? The little fella's only one year old. It's just for a visit, Pop. I'm teaching the kids how to die for babies and I thought I'd bring in Tommy as a a learning aid. You mean an experiment. He's nothing but a monkey to you people. Say goodbye to Grandpa, Tommy. So who's got a caddy for me? Maybe Spike wants the job.
4: I love looking at it like the animation in this one. is so good. Um, So uh, it's and it's one of these fast paced ones where it's like Tommy is uh, crawling around as like these little things are going wrong all around him. Um, So this is just one of those uh, ones that like hits that perfect note for me. Like, perfect yeah. pacing. Uh, it's really interesting the whole time. It's funny stuff is happening the whole time. Um, just, like, it, it feels really good to me to watch it. And it feels like a complete story within this 12 minutes or whatever.
2: Um, yeah. So,
1: yeah. I f- I I f- there's
2: some one. There's some iconic imagery. I feel like Tommy in the sunglasses For sure. yes. is one of the more famous uh, oh. Rugrats images. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love just how quickly like the students at the school embraced Tommy. You know, like yeah, he is. Yeah. It's it's cool that she brought her kid, not like weird. You know what I mean? And Yes. Yeah. Uh, huh. I think there's a. I have
3: no memory of
2: this episode. <laughs> <laughs> also a good one. Yeah, it's a good. Um, one. one of the things that I
4: also think was really they're really enjoying this one is uh, there's this like one guy by himself in the gym. Trying to like uh, yeah,
2: shoot shoot free
4: throws, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's missing and getting really angry, and finally yes. he like Tommy causes him to slip, and the ball goes in the hoop, and <laughs> he's, he's happy
1: about it. You
2: know? Yeah, that is a great little like a side joke. Does yeah, this yeah. guy in the gym. Um, Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I love how this episode looks. It just like it it feels like it could have been an extended. Um, like a full half hour
2: one you know? mm. yeah for wow. sure for sure yeah it's really fun uh, and R- Ramon is just so cool I mean it, obviously yeah, he's like, definitely super cool <laughs> he's they're definitely doing a take on like the Fonz um, uh, yeah yeah yeah.
3: okay cool um, <laughs> my <laughs> um, my next pick is Graham Canyon
2: mm. it's- Ooh. Nice. Yeah.
3: Did you have that one too?
2: Love. I well, no, I don't. But I, I didn't love Grand pick Canyon. it. But I loved it. Yeah, yeah. It was one nice. of the ones okay. I was considering. It was also endless. Alexandra's pick.
3: Oh, perfect. Nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's season one, episode thirteen, and Stu and Dee Dee take Tommy and Angelica on a car trip to the Grand Canyon, but their car breaks down, and while they're exploring this repair shop. The Rugrats—they um, foil like two mechanics who are planning to rip them off. It's just an all-around hilarious episode, and these two side characters are really funny. Um, I don't know. I think it's just really fun, and and we even get some good old-fashioned like family car singing. So.
5: Indeed. I bet my money
6: on would you check the map? I think that turn-off for the Grand Canyon's coming up. Already? Yeah, I think it's a little bit after Arizona.
5: Well, that was at least an hour ago. What? i better look. Hmm. An hour past Arizona, we must be here. Oh. Well, there's Mount Footstool, and, and there's the Devil's Armchair. Then we want to turn right here. She'll be?
2: Yeah, it's another one where, um, like, the animation's really cool. Yes. Um, sure. It's really, like, nice to look at. Um,
4: yeah, I love the uh, family car trip, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's just a great setup. Um, and this is this one's always been kind of reminiscent to me of uh, the first vacation movie. Um mm like there's a oh, sequence where they get like stuck in the middle of the desert and there is some sort of uh mechanic thing going on where they rip him off um it feels similar to that but uh yeah. but i love this one yeah it's very cool looking um i love the whole tire mountain that yeah I sequence really cool yeah it's really good um yeah great episode
3: yeah, and this is one, I picked it because I like I definitely remembered it from when I was a kid, and oh, yeah. I always thought that these two guys at the shop were really funny.
4: <laughs> yeah. <they're> yeah. <laughs> horrible. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, they're really good. Yeah, Really interesting. Um, also, I love the end of this one, where they just blow off the Grand Canyon and go to the Clam Canyon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a really, um, I don't know, it's like. I, for some reason i love that moment it's almost it's like they're giving up but it turned out to be maybe even better by the time they
2: get there yeah yeah and this is i think another example of you know i talk about it with doug like getting out of bluffington but also we don't know the name of yes. the rugrat city but rugrats episodes that take place in other settings
3: mm-hmm.
2: often are some of my favorites
3: yeah, I thought about Doug a lot when totally. I watched this episode, too. I'm like, this is such a nice contrast to Doug's last trip or whatever
2: it's called. Yeah. Bad trip. Show, yeah. show the deserved respect. It's one of the greatest. Yeah, bad trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah, great. Uh, great pick. I mean, this is definitely one of the episodes that like was most memorable to me as a kid. Um, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's where I I was af- wondering if anybody else was gonna have it. I'm like, I feel like these all seem so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: it, it was very it, close, but yeah, not oh. on my list. So far, no repeats, right? No. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm. I think my number three. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. It didn't come up <laughs> uh, on either of your lists, but it's possible. Who knows? Um, yeah. So my my number three is season one. Uh, episode nine a and that is an episode we've talked about before on a versus that's candy bar creep show. Yeah. And, yeah. It and, was close. Uh, it didn't make yours. It didn't mm-hmm. make it. It was very close. Oh, what? But- <laughs> you guys are crazy. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the pickles set up a haunted house for Halloween and Angelica is determined to find all the reptar bars. But when the Rugrats go searching for them as well, will they end up scaring her off?
0: See, Chucky, this isn't scary. Well, it is a little scary. Trick <laughs> or treat! My, what scary costumes! Mine's not scary, Aunt Dee Dee. I'm a little angel. Of course you are, dear. Uh,
2: so we did um we did this episode versus doug's halloween adventure and both great halloween episodes yes, to me right. this is yes yes uh we, we you, you know i was thinking we we've yet to make our definitive favorite nickelodeon halloween list you know mm. well, yeah. and i'm sure we will someday yeah. <laughs> but I, but i would dare to say that this would be a pretty imp- important episode in that pantheon okay uh, yeah yeah for sure <laughs> um it's one that really when nick like when i think about nickelodeon halloween when i when i think about just any halloween special i mean candy Gar- candy bar creep show is uh right up there for me and yeah i also think the other thing it does is it's a really good balance of like a lot of things like the kids and the adults in the episode um you get he has like a really strong halloween and haunted house feel you get yeah. uh, reptar bars and costumes um so it's just a load of fun and i think more than anything it makes me nostalgic for um like homemade haunted houses i don't yes uh, for sure i mean admittedly like i didn't i didn't go to many good ones but there's something about a good, low-budget haunted house that feels exhilarating and fun. And I think this episode really captures that. Yes, absolutely. Um,
3: Ugh, makes me want a Reptar Bar right now. <laughs> uh,
2: turns your tongue green. That is a, that is a, a great... Um,
4: I, I, I love how that Reptar Bar looks in this episode. Um, yeah. Like, yeah couldn't believe they did not make a real one at the time <laughs> yeah me along with this yeah like, what are they
3: doing? or even now like what
4: uh, yeah, I feel like we might have looked it up and there might have been a like limited one for a while or something there was I okay. never
2: had it or saw it I don't know. there was like that oh. I forget the music store is called, but there was some store that was selling them um, oh. it
3: was like a novelty item yes, yes okay.
2: Hmm. Um but even then like you and you mentioned party animals like we get the adults in their costumes which is really yeah. fun Stu is Frankenstein and DD is you know the bride of Frankenstein and
1: Yeah I it's think for sure it, a
2: great pick. Yeah, you know, it, I, I, well, it. yeah, it's just it's just a fun one so.
4: Um huh. yeah, the animation again in this one yes. is amazing as well. And really they go cool. through the classic uh like I uh, grapes as eyeballs like these mm. like these yeah. Staple haunted house yes. scares,
2: Definitely. yeah.
3: Like so authentic to being a yeah. kid. I don't know if kids still yeah. do that. Um, like you yeah. know how at Halloween you would put your hand in like a bowl full of <laughs> spaghetti. Like do yeah. kids still do that?
2: I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe cool kids do. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we might I think I have be- a better
3: Halloween pick than you though on my list.
2: Oh, mm. you mean yeah. like a spooky episode? yeah okay i'm they uh, i i wouldn't argue just because at one point i was like my whole list could just be spooky rugrats episodes
3: yeah
4: they're so they are all great
2: yeah scary ones yeah there's really not a miss um okay well well, let's uh let's get into our top two
4: yeah um my number two mama trauma season one seven b mama (laughs) trauma (laughs) This in, in this one, Tommy is drawing on the wall and Dede like freaks out and thinks he needs to go to some kind of therapy or something. So they end up in this like uh, this medical building or whatever, um, where they're going to see this therapist for Tommy. But like as they get there and start talking, uh, Stu pretty quickly takes over the session and Tommy sneaks out and starts like (laughs) crawling around the uh, building and he runs into like all these different characters doing completely different, like weird things. Like there's uh, these guys looking for these lawyers looking for like a precedence somewhere in their books. And Tommy accidentally like finds it for them. Um, (laughs) There's this woman that's like getting a painting done of herself and Tommy accidentally, um, sprays like a mustache on her and she gets really mad at the artist um and i
3: remember this
4: (laughs) yes i don't this is crazy (laughs) the main the main like thing that happens to him is he ends up in this like um uh focus group for toys and he's with all these other weird kids and they're playing with this like new robot toy and they don't know what to do with it. And Tommy figures out he can like take the ball out of its chest and he starts bouncing it. And the ball like goes out of the room and he starts following it and, uh, gets into trouble with the janitor and the guys that are running the focus group like go searching for the toy because, uh, they're afraid they're going to get fired if they lose it. Um, it's just like all these different little storylines going on. And then uh, finally, Tommy ends up back at the office and uh, they finish their session. And as they're leaving, you see the toy guys are still like desperately looking for the ball, but it goes bouncing out the front door of the building as the lady mm. is leaving. <laughs> um, anyway, it's just like one, another one of these like super fast paced ones where you get to see these little like vignettes of these different characters doing weird things. Um, it's just another one of these episodes that like feels super big to me. And uh, the animation looks great. It's just uh, like a really kinetic one. It uh, feels like it's like constantly
2: moving. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I Even after all that, I can't think of this episode.
3: Wow. Oh, wow. I mean,
2: I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't, Oh, I mean, I will go back and check it out because it's, it's weird because season one, usually like they all really stand out to me, but
4: uh, this was one the, of those the, ones that really stuck with me all these years. Like, I just remember all these beats, uh, yeah. especially the toy. Just I don't know. Mm-hmm. Drew, drew. Well, and that's
3: cool that it's like in an office building with all these yeah. different little businesses.
2: Yeah, yeah. that is I fun. love that. Sounds fun. I do love the idea of Stu just taking over the therapy session. That sounds funny. Yes. <laughs> There's a point where
4: he's uh, lamenting Drew's treatment of him as a kid, and he's, like, crying on the couch. Like, he just kept poking me and poking me.
6: <laughs> Drew was always poking at me poking at me, poking at me and poking at me, and then
0: he didn't always...
5: <laughs> Stu, honey, I never realized you felt this way. All those hidden conflicts with your older brother, Drew. It's true, It's Drew! Oh, Stu, darling, I feel so close to you That's now. That's funny.
2: Uh, cool. Okay. Got something to go watch.
5: So
3: for my number two, I chose um, Chucky vs. the Potty. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Season two, episode two. And I mean, this hits close to home because I'm potty training right now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it was extra fun for me to watch. It was really funny. I enjoyed watching it. And um, when Chucky spends a weekend over at the Pickles house, he tells Tommy that his dad is trying to potty train him. And of course, over overheal- hearing this, Angelica begins to tease Chucky and torment him and <laughs> tries to get him to wet himself um, by turning the water on and off. And basically it says, will Chucky have the last laugh and conquer his fear of the potty? And it's hilarious because it actually ends with Angelica having an accident. <laughs> so oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> So it's pretty funny she gets her come up ins, you know in some <laughs> episodes she doesn't I feel like I mean she yeah. really gets away with being a brat but in this one she does get her karma you know
2: yeah yeah this is a this is one I remember watching like a lot when I was little
4: yeah I mean
3: yeah I and this is the, the one time, too where she says I have everybody who's anybody is potty trained you know what's a
0: matter little baby scared I'm not scared. I, I just don't want to be potty trained. That's all. It's just not right. Not right? Ha! That's a good one. Don't you dummies know anything? Everybody who's anybody is potty trained. Well, not me. I'm never going to Yeah, do shout it. out
2: to Cassandra. She supplied us our uh, opening line for the episode. <laughs> I stole it right out from under it.
3: <laughs> yeah angelica is such a funny character and i know like some people hate her and some people love her i tend to love her but after re-watching a lot of these episodes i get it like i'm like oh mm. yikes like she is really horrible
2: she's pretty yeah. rough I, and they said that's where like a lot of the fights behind the scenes took place over angelica Mm-mm.
3: i get it i could see that yeah
2: yeah yeah. But yeah,
3: um, that's all I had on that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. No.
4: That's a really I mean I, I vaguely remember it, but oh,
3: Wow. Um, it's Dang. just not
4: one of the ones that like stuck with me. I didn't rewatch it. I didn't I guess I didn't think that much about it until now. Um wow. Cuz I feel I, like
3: being scared of the potty is such a universal yeah. kid thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, though, for Rugrats, like for a lot of these where it's like we're just barely remembering or it didn't even occur to us. There are so many Rugrats episodes, um, especially considering there's two per episode. And then beyond the first season, you're talking 20 some episodes per season. So, you know, to really have a handle on all these is, you know, I don't think that should be expected. You know, something I read that I don't think I knew before today, speaking of Chucky. Is that, uh, do you know who Chucky's design is based off of? Which real person? Hmm. No. Uh, no. Uh, the guy, who, well, uh, you know, Ohio's own Mark Mothersbaugh, who did the music for Redgrass. Oh Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. And then I, oh. I searched, I searched <laughs> Mark Mothersbaugh 90s to see what he looked like. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like thick rimmed glasses, crazy hair. <laughs> that's um, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool.
4: So that almost suggests that he must have been like signed on to this before they had finalized what it was gonna look like.
2: Yeah, I think he was there from almost the I think he was there from the start pretty much. I think hmm. I remember hearing that he had saw some of like the animation and just thought it was super cool and hmm. signed on. But uh Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, and I think um, it was
3: Melissa that pointed this out on your podcast before, but that the music to The opening music to Rugrats is genius. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, It's like all kid instruments. Um, Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, the whole score, really, the show has just mm -hmm. great little ditties throughout.
3: Yeah. I was wondering, like, is some of the stock music like or is it all created for the show?
2: I think most of it's created for the show. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right.
4: Um, You know, Rugrats is really, uh, everything about it is really interesting. It's like, I mean, it's easy to kind of take for granted this idea of little, of like following these babies around. Like, it seems so obvious, kind of, but nobody had done it yet. (laughs) And They did it Mm -hmm. in this really unique, interesting way.
2: Yeah, it's a show about babies, except the music's done by, you know, who people would know as the guy from (laughs) Devo, and the animation's done in a really kind of, like, avant-garde way. Like, there's, you know, you get get shots from inside people's mouths, and, you know, every episode starts with, like, a weird perspective that you have to kind of figure out. Um, Yeah, we've, I think we mentioned it, oh, sorry, go ahead.
3: I was going to say like shows for little kids aren't uh, like of little kids, like for babies and toddlers, it's like, you, we're talking about like Paw Patrol. It's like their dogs or they're dinosaurs or their, you know, fraggles. It's nothing's ever actual babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, Right.
4: Right. Yeah. I, th- I think we mentioned it, um, in a past episode and I'm blanking on his name now, but the animator also that, uh, Was in charge of at least the first season. Um, Also did like Eon Flux. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very impressive. Just like everybody involved with this was like a master of what they were doing.
2: Yeah, every like yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, everybody at the top of their game, pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really cool. Um. Okay. Well, my number two is not going to surprise anybody. It's season two, episode nine B. It's a little episode called Beach Blanket Babies. Um, wow,
4: number two, jeez,
2: right? You thought I'm curious what number one? You it thought it hurt. should be number one, Andrew?
4: No, I thought number <laughs> two would be this high. <laughs> you didn't think Beach Blanket wow. Babies would be this high? Um, uh, I mean, number for me, two, I mean, yeah.
5: Yeah, I I figured it would be on your list, but...
4: Okay, okay.
5: Isn't it wonderful, Stu? You know, sea monkeys were my first pet, too.
6: I don't know if freeze-dried brine shrimp really fall into the pets category, Chaz.
5: What do you mean, Stu? They're the perfect pet. You don't have to walk them, you barely have to feed them, and they don't leave any nasty surprises in your slippers. Less chatting, more packing, boys. You want to get to the beach before the crowds, don't you?
2: Hey, deed. We are the crowd. Uh, So when the pickles and the finsters go to the beach, Chucky has a personal mission to set free the sea monies or, you know, sea monkeys that his dad gave him. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I don't know how much I need to say (laughs) about this episode. Uh, we did a whole episode review on it at my behest. Uh, that would be episode 167 with Melissa. Um, but it's probably the it's probably the Rugrats episode I've watched the most, uh, both because it was on uh, the VHS I had as a kid, and because uh, there's something about the way this episode is constructed that feels very warm to me, like mm. the uh, like yeah. a trip to the beach with the whole gang and yeah. the mission to free the sea monkeys via ice cooler the myth of the you get the myth of the sandman and sandcastles and arguing grandpas it's just it's really loaded and i love the beach setting um i love the ending between tommy and chucky it's it's really yeah. sentimental without trying too hard it's just like about these two kids who are friends who accomplish this thing together um so you know, I think this is probably the ultimate pick for me of like the one I watched nonstop when I was a kid and mm. has just never kind of, I didn't, I've never tired of it. So, um, yeah. love Beach Blanket Babies.
4: Um, yeah. One thing that I, I know we mentioned it in the other episode, uh, but the animation in, in this one is great as mm. well. The colors, yeah. especially. Oh, my goodness. Uh, really great. Um, it's, Not often that you see that um like weird sky colors that work. Yeah. Um, Yeah,
2: Yes. Like that the sky is pink and purple pretty much the whole episode. Yeah. I do love
4: that. Um yeah, it's a very cool episode. A lot of good good looking stuff.
2: For some reason the Well you don't have to you don't have to say everything you want now if you're gonna do your number one next.
4: Oh yeah, sure, sure. Of course.
2: that was a joke about it being your number yeah, one. I know. okay? Okay.
4: Um, <laughs> that was pretty much all I was going to say though. It's like it's a good looking episode. Feels good. Yeah. And also it's it is a good example of like how to re- how to like properly lay out a simple story like this. Like it's a pretty simple premise, but everything feels um, like in its place, necessary in this. Even yeah, it, even if it like hmm. doesn't play on the very end of the story, it just like it all feels good.
2: Yeah, a lot of moving parts that doesn't actually slow anything down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: God, and there's something just so nostalgic about sea monkeys.
2: Oh. <laughs> yes, for sure. for sure. Did you have sea monkeys, Cassandra? <laughs>
3: yeah. I don't know that they lived very long. <laughs> but <laughs> And I, and I even had like a magazine that had an ad for them in the back, <laughs> for sure. Yeah.
2: You, and you live in Florida you you could have uh, you could have relived yeah. this whole episode,
3: right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's like I don't think that my kids even know what sea monkeys are.
2: Ah. Do they still sell sea monkeys? Is this like a ethical thing they still do? Mm, I think they do it. Really?
4: I don't. I mean, you know. I don't think anybody's like that concerned about these. <laughs> they're like almost not even full animals. You
2: know? Well, right? that's that's the concerning thing. Is like it feels like some like test experiment that they made pets. <laughs> I don't think they like invented them. I think I think they're invented.
4: No, I think they're like a real creature, but they like found out that they could freeze dry them and they could be brought back to life. So they started selling them as this
2: weird thing. Even that seems. It's definitely weird. So it it says
3: that sea monkeys is a marketing term used to refer to brine shrimp.
2: Hmm. And are brine shrimp invented?
3: (laughs) Well, it does say developed in the United States. Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) Developed.
2: so not clear people develop tv shows not animals not living creatures
3: not not exactly clear that's interesting i'll be reading about that later
2: (laughs) it's possible that chucky and uh tommy have like ruined the ecosystem yeah (laughs) (laughs) like
3: mutant sea monkeys totally Uh,
2: Okay, no more on beach blanket babies. Let's let's get to the nice main event pick. here. Thanks, thanks.
4: Yeah. Um my number 1 was a no-brainer. I knew what it was going to be before Ooh. we even started this. Wow. Um it is Ice Cream Mountain, season ah! 2, episode 5B. <laughs> so good. Uh, Very good. I this is my number one um Rugrats like that I've watched more than any other over the years. Um I love everything about it. I love uh, Stu and Drew's like constant bickering throughout it as they're trying to one up each other while they're playing um, miniature golf. I love the whole miniature golf setup. Yeah. Uh, just in general, like beyond this episode, even. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love seeing those, like all the miniature golf, crazy um, animals and stuff. Yeah. I feel like they're always cooler kind of in these episodes than in real life. Yeah. Um,
2: and you got I, the, uh, the owner of the uh, place, yes. who's just like a real con man.
4: Yes, he is yeah. amazing. Um, and just like how this episode progresses, the kids like making their way dangerously through the <laughs> obstacle course and then foiling the shady owner's plan to
2: keep anyone from getting a hole in one
4: in a free game. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah cuz the whole thing is if you get a hole in one on the ice cream mountain you get a free game right yeah yeah, yeah.
4: and at the begin near the beginning the kids like get a glimpse of the ice cream mountain there, so they're trying to climb there like to the to the uh like uh fiberglass ice cream mountain that's out on the course
2: yeah but it, yeah
4: but then in the end of the episode they finally get a huge bowl of ice cream uh um, ah, man Everything about this episode, I love. I love how it looks, the colors in it. Um, it, I love it. It's so good.
3: The colors are phenomenal in this episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. This was this was my number seven. <laughs> wow. Okay. So okay. Like, I like that huh. it was near. <laughs> um, I I I figured out my top eight, but um, yeah, this one's so great. I, and even though Drew Drew and Stu are bickering, I do love like when they drive by the miniature golf, you know, they're not supposed to stop, but they
6: can't help themselves. We better find an ice cream parlor quick before these kids start a riot.
0: Used to be one in every corner, but not now.
6: Back then, ice cream was ice cream. Not this crazy frozen yogurt gelato rice stuff. Daddy!
0: And they had real flavors, too, like chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and this meatloaf chunk or avocado swirl. Daddy, daddy, daddy! What is it? Cupcake? Are we there yet? Soon, sweetheart, very, very soon.
6: Now there's something that hasn't changed. Yeah,
0: Funland. Remember those games of miniature golf we used
6: to play there when we were kids? How could I forget the golden days of our youth? Too bad we don't have time to play a quick one right now. Yeah, too bad. But we promised to get those kids some ice cream, and that's what we're gonna do. Get them some ice cream. Well, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, what the heck? They longer yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> i do love that the kid they're supposed to be getting ice cream for the kids but yeah they decide what the hell
2: we you know yeah one a for us. Game.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and they're using that like uh advanced putting
2: club right that has like yeah. the <laughs>
4: that shows you exactly where to hit it uh yeah this one's just such a fun one i, I love it so much can't argue this with it. This is
3: crazy because I really thought we were going to have so much crossover in episodes.
2: <laughs> and we have nothing is... so far, right? Yeah, this yeah. is.
4: This might be the first time this has
3: happened.
2: Yeah, ever. Yeah. Which is great. I, I yeah, think, uh, Variety.
3: like shocked.
2: It's the spice of life variety here.
3: <laughs> so, and, and yeah, all of your picks have been really good too. So I'm just like, wow, this is a really strong series. Um, <laughs> So I guess my number one pick was uh, Rugrats Ghost Story, Season 6, Episode 12. Oh, oh
2: Season 6. Yeah. Whoa, I think that's yeah, our latest late. entry for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: And I didn't even... So I have covered this episode on my podcast. Um, and I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> Until somebody brought it to my attention and I was like, wait, what? So it's a crossover episode with all real monsters. Yeah. And on a dark stormy night, the Rugrats gather in Angelica's room around a battery powered campfire and begin (laughs) making up a scary story. And it's really cool because um, they start, you know, she's pressuring them to tell the story and like pass the torch to each other as they, you know, tell the story. Um, and it's just the whole thing unfolds in this haunted house until they get to the attic and um, Angelica gets scared at the end and she like, again, like gets her come and um, it's just a really fun episode, and all real monsters make a guest appearance. Tommy,
0: I, I don't think these monsters like us though. No. You got that right, scaredy boy. Get them monsters. Why not? Because, <laughs> um, uh, there's a yummy chocolate pudding downstairs in the kitchen.
2: Hmm. Chocolate pudding or babies?
0: Hmm. It is a very hard decision. What do you think, Iggy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> definitely pudding. Good. Hey, I love chocolate. Hey! Where do you monsters think you're going?
3: super fun
2: two for one yeah yeah the,
4: i'm not sure if i've ever seen this episode actually um right <laughs> are the monsters like part of the story i
3: think they're yeah just
4: in, oh god sorry
3: they are like one of i think it's chucky runs up to one of the doors he's supposed to open a door in the story and they're behind <laughs> the doors
4: uh, i like that yeah. i mean that's a very cool crossover
3: yeah, it was really cool. Um I was just like I can't believe I haven't seen this. Like this
4: is yeah, just wild. <laughs> very interesting. Have yeah, you
2: that's seen this cool... Uh yes, I well I, I had saw it at one point, but it's been a very long time. Huh. And I know it's been it's been uh, discussed for a podtober. Um but we haven't gotten to it yet, but I I assume it yeah, like, will. Yeah, like will.
3: I think you'll be impressed at the storytelling, you know, just the way that the whole story unfolds. It's a really cool device. I I feel like just, it's really neat.
2: I think um, probably our bias rests in the, in the solely from the fact that it's season six, like it's so late that it probably, you know, I think we maybe unfairly write off some of these stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool pick nice yeah dang well i i hate to be a buzzkill here because my number one has been mentioned um, oh, should i just boy. make my close call my number one or something <laughs> <laughs> so we go if we go 15 for 15 yeah um, um yeah yeah what can what can it. i do it, it was my favorite um so uh this is season three episode 7b and that is angelica breaks a leg ah uh, yeah yeah I mean... yep <laughs> Uh, and I'm just not sure any Rugrats episode is funnier than this one.
5: Stu, what are you doing?
2: Making chocolate pudding.
5: It's four o'clock in the morning. Why on earth are you making chocolate pudding?
6: Because I've lost control of my life. <laughs> Here's your pudding, Angelica.
0: Oh, that's okay, Uncle Stu. I'm not hungry anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's
2: Angelica. Yeah. yeah I I mean yes it's first it's it's another great balance between kid and adult story uh which I think you know ultimately rewatching it as an adult it's really impressive when kid shows can do yeah. that I think I think maybe only Hey Arnold really comes close to like being able to do adult and kid characters and have them share storylines mm-hmm. um and it's also impressive <laughs> to me that like you spend almost every minute with Angelica and she doesn't wear <laughs> on your nerves somehow like it, you're actually kind of like having fun with her yeah. yeah Um, I think probably the most obvious aspect of comedy comes from you know the rigged up buzzer system uh, which she abuses <laughs> uh, as we talked about producing the uh, ever memed um, stew well, losing control of his yeah. life in the kitchen but I think maybe an under rated uh, bit of this episode comes at the hospitals with, um, hoagie doozer. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, their, their take on Doogie Howser. Who, he's this like teenage doctor who has mixed up the x-rays. So he has the x-ray of Antonio peaches instead of Angelica pickles. Um, and that uh, was absol- good. Yeah. It's so funny. I mean, in the, even in the moment, DD's Dee like second guessing him. Yeah. And he and he kind of puts her in her place like I'm a doctor as the nurse is bringing him a ch- chocolate milk and he's sitting on like three books so he can see over the desk. Um and then... that uh yeah, I just want to say that is really
4: done so well the way they the way like the first scene is him messing up their name. Yes. So you think that's what's going on. Like he's yes. just He's just messing it up, like whatever.
2: Yeah. And then it comes
4: back later (laughs) in the episode that like he was messing it up, but there is somebody named Peaches and he really messed up. Like
2: he's a a full grown we end up seeing he's a full grown man. He's a he's a professional football player with um, his leg is just like at a like in the shape of an L. Um So the fact that he could even mess that up is so funny.
3: Yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah, That's there's a pretty good episode.
2: Yeah, there's just a lot of funny.
4: Um, also, funny I just want to mention, um, the beginning where Angelica, like the first couple minutes where Angelica's like yeah. by herself at the pickles yes. house, it's really yeah. good. Like, watching and, the fishing show with grandpa, and it's yes. like, yes, <laughs> it just feels so, and so uh, real,
2: like, right? Like, yeah. when yeah. you go over, when you go over, when I would go over my cousin's house when I was little it it really wasn't like the world stopped for you, which I think is what Angelica thought would happen. You know, everybody's just kind of going about their business and yeah, the best you yeah. can do is grandpa watching his fishing show. I mean, it's, it felt very, <laughs> it felt like, yeah, this is what happens at family members house when you're just like, you have to babysit on the spot or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Lo- yeah. Great yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that is very pleasing that there's so much variety there yes um, for sure and I and I hope uh some people uh you know heard some stuff there that they agree with uh I figure I'll share some more picks here stuff we haven't heard about maybe yeah um oh you know what Andrew uh Sam flowers also picked ice cream mountain oh yes uh, so there you go Love you got it. another <laughs> another pick there um Hasbaum picked a Rugrats passover
4: oh Yeah, we haven't talked about those, but very interesting, good episodes.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vincenzo picked uh, Reptar on Ice.
4: Nice. That's, of Uh. course, uh, Reptar, Reptar, gotta (laughs) find that Reptar.
2: Oh, man, that'll get stuck in your head. Yeah. Um, Vaughn also mentioned uh, the watermelon one uh, in the inside story where they go inside Chucky. Yeah. One that I considered a little bit was picked by Mouse, uh, two thousand one hundred, uh, which is at the movies. Mm. Yeah, I, I early, do love it. Early season one, pretty simple premise. Yeah, um, uh, but it,
4: it's like a almost a companion to the Rocco movie. Yes,
2: a, it's both yeah. field. very exactly.
3: So is that the one where they're? Is it a movie theater or is that the one yeah. where they're at a drive-in?
2: Movie theater.
3: Oh.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. They're hopping around theater to theater. They're trying to find yeah. the Reptar movie. Um, and they keep going into like, oh, you know, yes. a bunch okay. of weird stuff. Um, and then they eventually find their way to the film room and they knock over like all the canisters. <laughs> or, yeah. 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 Uh, Richie picked, uh, also picked Rugrats Passover. Um, mm-hmm. Abe, Abe C. Cone picked um, weaning Tommy. Uh which they're trying to get Tommy off the bottle. Yes. Um our friend Melissa picked uh, um, our friend Melissa and 90s ASMR both picked Angelica Runs Away. I think Mm -hmm. that one's called Runaway Angelica, maybe. Good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Is that that's the one where she lives in Spike's house, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Oh man, I don't know how that didn't make any of our lists either. <laughs>
4: that is a good one. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Um The Only Twiz or Ethan picked the bank trick. Um oh, Josh man. Oh, oh go a good. A good episode. The ATM. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh Josh Pickens picked Melville, uh, which was oh, Chucky's yeah. friend. Oh boy. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's a sad one.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah that's kind of um like maybe adjacent to pete and pete um yeah the big quiet yep. right?
4: yeah
2: yeah oh. uh private island presents pick the mysterious mr fiend uh
4: yeah that was a one that i um briefly considered uh very interesting
2: bizarre that's the one, scary well, one yeah ro- that's another robot Kind of toy, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Yeah, you um, know what
3: one that one is now.
2: Yeah, D Hardy nineteen picked. I'm a big brave dog. Oh, that's um, that's the slide slide um, where Chucky's really afraid to go down the big slide at the playground.
4: Mm. Yeah, vaguely remember
2: it. Yeah, uh, Quincy picked a bunch here. He picked uh, realer Robots, um, Tommy's nice. birthday kwanzaa episode and um the santa experience so some some oh, uh, yeah some yeah. holiday specials nice. um josh de cool also picked the inside story which is uh the water yeah. watermelon yeah. seed one did you guys rewatch that one
3: no I didn't rewatch it. it was pretty good i forgot about pretty that good. one
2: and then let's see t-bear dart picked slumber party which i think that's one of the first ones right
4: yeah, Maybe. is that uh, with Tommy and Angelica? Like, Angelica sleeps over?
2: Yeah, that's the one where he... Ha- it's like almost no talking. It's like where Tommy yeah, has yeah. the really weird dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Oh, and then a few more. Uh, Shay is awesome picked Mega Diaper Babies.
4: Oh, really good one. Consider that.
2: Yeah. And then uh, Map62789 picked Ice Cream Mountain. Oof. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, salad. All right, should we do some close calls? Yeah, let's do it. All
3: right. Yeah. It
4: it um, my close call, season two, episode twenty A, the Seven Voyages of Cynthia. Ooh,
2: yeah. Ooh.
1: Calm
0: down! Ah, calm
6: down! Calm down! Cynthia's gone! <laughs> Honey, are you sure you looked everywhere? Yes, I
0: did. She's not in the
4: beauty bar. She's not under it. She's not anywhere, ah. Uh, this is the one where um the babies lose Cynthia by like sending her on a little makeshift boat. Like out in, out on this like stream that uh, is being created by Stu washing his car. Um, and she goes on this like journey as Angelica, meanwhile, is like crying and trying to figure out where she went. Um, and the babies eventually end up admitting what they did just as um, <laughs> Cynthia ends up back. Uh, Spike has brought her back, but she's all like disgusting from going through like uh this like sewage and stuff um it's just really like fun episode i think where uh like half the episode is spent with cynthia like going through her travails as she ends up at the dump and then finally back to angelica um just kind of like a weird a little bit more experimental than usual um some really good animation uh, in this one yeah yeah very cool such
3: a good pick Cynthia is so amazing. Thank you. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. She's a great character. Like, underrated, <laughs> uh, weird character. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Did... I have a Cynthia doll, actually, that oh. somebody sent me from a Nick box, and my daughter, who's four, loves it.
2: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. Uh, so, yeah, Cynthia, did you guys ever have toys like Cynthia? Just, like, gross. Oh, yeah. Worn down toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, I had something like this
4: sort of. Uh mine was like a King Louie from um uh, what's it called? Uh Jungle Book. Oh. <laughs> it was like the most attached I was probably
2: to a uh um uh stuffed animal. Yeah. Yeah, I I had a monk I had a a uh like a stuffed it was a puppet monkey and the face was like super real. I don't know if you remember oh, this. <laughs> Fakely. Um, like you could put your arm in it and you could move the mouth. Yeah. Um, and it was very like, I loved it because the inside was silky. So it actually felt good. <laughs> but the face, like the way they made the face was like hyper realistic where it would like, if you like you walked in a room and it was dark, it could scare you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that my, sounds
3: terrifying
2: yeah <laughs> but my sister definitely had a cynthia thing she had a we we called it uh we called it scary doll um oh God. <laughs> but it was it was legit just like a very large baby doll that like its hair had all been pulled out
1: oh. um,
2: i think she still has it uh that's awesome <laughs> it's it, it was so disgusting uh like nobody yeah. yeah just like the type of thing you did not want to be near
3: i had one of, one similar. It was like, I mean, it was a cloth doll though, so it didn't get too banged up, but yeah. Yeah, it was a mo- Molly Dolly. Molly Dolly. She mm. just got drunk everywhere.
2: <laughs> was this like a famous brand of toys, Molly Dolly?
3: No, but I have since been able to find it online, uh, but...
1: Oh my God, um... I just looked
2: it up. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell yeah
3: yeah
2: although i do you remember
3: those my buddy dolls
2: oh yeah oh yeah yeah
3: we had one of those and my brothers would like to put it in my bed to scare me that thing (laughs) i was really scared of that thing
2: yeah those yeah um yeah those could those could also be you know just those dead eyes that 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 bowl haircut (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <America. laughs> even at the time i felt like that was bizarre like
2: i don't yeah. need this big doll <laughs> you're like i have king louis yeah <laughs> right yeah
3: oh man
1: yeah
2: but cynthia shout out cynthia great great yeah. uh, addition Very to the cool.
3: show yes
2: um what was your close call cassandra
3: So my close call is Runaway Reptar. Ah,
2: uh,
1: nice. Yeah.
3: And it was actually, so it's a close call because I wasn't sure if I could really pick it for an episode because it's technically a TV special and Mm. it's part of season six and it's notably the first hour length episode of Rugrats and any Nicktoon. So the plot it follows the babies watching a reptar movie and getting sucked into it. Um, The set is great. Oh, oh yeah, the set's great. Like it's set in the back of a station wagon at a drive-in, and Susie Carmichael's in this episode. Oh, yeah. So it's just I love all those elements.
2: Yeah, we haven't talked about Susie, Phil, or Lil at all. Oh yeah, and they're all wonderful. Yeah, they're all
3: great. Yeah.
4: Man, I didn't
2: realize that was an
4: hour.
3: Right? Uh,
4: That's interesting. Um, Yeah, really interesting pick. Um, Yeah. I I I love a drive-in,
3: and I love the back of a station wagon. That just feels (laughs) very 90s. I love it. Yeah, that's very cool. But I know Joey's a stickler for the rules, so I was like, "Mm, better not put it on my list.
2: Because it's a two-parter?
3: Think, yeah, it's a full sixty minutes. I guess.
2: I think I think we could allow it. You you wanna? What was your number five?
3: Number five right. was Moose Country. No, I'll leave it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's so near and dear to my heart.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a that's yeah. a very solid close call then. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Uh, my close call is one that I'm I'm like honestly surprised nobody's mentioned it. Um. It's season two, episode 13B, which is what the big people do. Hmm.
4: That was one of my, uh, almost made my lists. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah, it's it's yeah. great. Uh,
2: very bizarre. Yeah, it's, it, it, again, it does that thing that Rugrats does so well, the sci-fi slash, like, horror fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, I, I think the, like, uh, I think like the way it the way it perceives how adults live is just really funny and inventive and yeah um, seeing Chucky and Tommy's head on full grown bodies <laughs> is really worth yeah. really worth watching by itself
0: <laughs> Chucky, get it. What you got on Chucky These are the kinds of clothes big people wear I don't like them Tommy And I'm taking this off Chucky don't Why not It's a tide That's the thing that keeps big people's heads from falling off Thanks Tommy That was close
4: Yeah uh, there's also some like Really good surreal backgrounds in this Yeah Like uh, the clouds are pillows Yeah Reptars like roam in the neighborhood yeah. Um,
3: yeah. <laughs> and
4: uh, and I love the paper pushing scene. Yes. Oh like, yeah. The whole <laughs> they have the like whole, big brooms. Yeah.
2: The whole office building is like very surreal. Feels like a David Lynch like yeah. movie or something. It's cool.
3: Yeah, yeah like knowing cool. that you know you like Twilight Zone makes sense that you like this episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's the Rugrats doing Twilight Zone. That's a good way of thinking about For it sure. yeah um were there any other episodes that were kind of like scratching at your brain that you know you just want to shout out or
4: i've got some that like the ones that were close to making my list uh garage sale mm-hmm. where um yeah was the one. babies like sneak all the stuff out of their house as they have this garage sale until everything sold by accident um really fun episode um toy palace that is uh the babies get stuck in the toy store overnight it's a really fun one that's um the one with the reptar doll where he says hall time reptar over and over again halt
2: Uh, yeah i yeah Yeah. rewatched that one and i love um i love stew and chaz bringing home the dolls that just look like tommy and like (laughs) chucky's is a monkey (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. um also,
4: incident on aisle seven. Oh, love it. Um, yep. cla- just uh, they're in a grocery store and mm-hmm. things go awry. And um, also grandpa's teeth. Um,
3: oh, yeah.
4: It, they have this like weird, um, not weird, uh, they have like a veteran's picnic. Uh, grandpa and his. Old buddies, and he loses his teeth during this episode, and the babies are like trying to get him back. Um, yeah, but it's just like a real, just kind of a fun episode, funny stuff happening, and and it really reminds me of like, um, especially as a kid, being at like an older person's event, uh, really feels authentic to that.
2: Yeah, yeah, those are all great. Love those. Yeah. I think the only, you know, I was kind of skipping through some, like, later seasons, which I didn't typically do. But one that I really liked was um, Season 5, Episode 5, uh, Piggy's Pizza Palace. Hmm. It's hmm. like a, uh, a a take on Chuck E. Cheese, pretty much. And um, oh, yeah. they go there and pretty much Angelica's put in, like, the kid jail for... Uh, <laughs> tackling Piggy cuz Piggy accidentally took her tickets to win the Cynthia Dream Car. It's it's really like there's a lot going on in the episode but just the setting of like a chucky e. cheese place and seeing the rugrats and yeah. it is really it's really quite funny. Uh so shout out <laughs> yeah, Piggy's like pizza palace. So.
3: <laughs> I have got one but I don't know the name of it so i don't but i feel like it was a birthday party episode and stew's upset about one of his inventions go- going wrong um oh, i don't know um, i like anytime we see him working on inventions yeah. though
2: oh for sure maybe the most classic uh example is another episode we didn't mention but i think it's pretty well liked is um regarding stewie where like he puts his invention <laughs> on the roof and it knocks him over and he becomes a baby yeah, remember yeah. that
3: one. Oh no! Uh,
2: yeah, that's a good Interesting. one. Interesting.
3: <laughs> See, I feel like I've seen every, I've seen so much Rugrats, but it's like obviously I haven't seen all of them.
2: There's just so much. Yeah.
3: I hope we all have the same Ferguson.
2: Ooh, <laughs> I, I that would be something. Right. Should we do it? Should we do, get do our yeah. Ferguson? Okay. <laughs>
4: Oh boy! Um, I had, I had a really hard time picking a Ferguson because um, <laughs> I feel like there's probably some episodes that I would pick. Uh, had I, you know, if I had seen like if I had refre- been refreshed on all of them, yeah. Um, but I finally, because we are sort of familiar with this one, I finally picked Heat Wave. Um, as I think it, maybe it's not the episode that marks the change, but I feel like that's like, it kind of represents the, um, thing that changed in Rugrats that like, I guess I didn't love, which was like, it just got a little bit simplified Mm -hmm. and, um, like what was happening in the episodes was just like, um, more geared toward like really little kids I feel like yeah as well as the animation was like really kind of dumbed down a little bit uh you just didn't have as much detail and interesting choices being made um so I just feel like that uh as I was looking over these episodes and just thinking about like where's that mark that like where the shift occurred it was somewhere around there I feel like um not to say there aren't better episodes after that but uh, when we watched that episode, I was just very surprised at um, how simple it was compared to some of the earlier ones. Oh wow! So Is that one
2: of your favorites? Cassandra? No,
3: I'm just surprised. To <laughs> that's interesting. That's kind of where like the turning point happened.
2: Yeah, it, it definitely like I, because that's season three. Is that season three? I think it's season four. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. It it definitely has a weird vibe to it. It feels like I don't know. Yeah, it was not an episode I think either of us enjoyed talking about, or mm. or it, you know, it just felt just didn't laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what did you pick uh, for your Ferguson?
3: <laughs> I guess um, I feel like people are not gonna like me anymore <laughs> after this. It's okay. Um, I chose season four, episode two, Mother's Day. Oh, wow.
2: (laughs) Bringing the hammer. Wow. In
3: this particular episode, the true identity of Chucky's mother is revealed and her current status is explained. Um, So I just don't like this episode. This is not what I'm coming to Rugrats for. Um, I remember as a child just getting really upset and t- turning the channel when this episode came on, um, and I hate it. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's like it Rugrats doesn't have enough enough um, depth, in my opinion, typically to pull something off like this. Like, hey, Arnold maybe does, or Doug even. Um, even though I don't necessarily love Doug, I think it does pull off what it's trying to do. And I just feel like for Rugrats, this is a stretch.
2: Mm. I can I can definitely see that. I think, yeah, I think the way you put it is smart, which is, yeah, have they earned this type of emotional stakes? Especially since um, the show actually starts by like implying that Chucky does have a mom and then they just kind of change their mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's definitely like a hit you over the head sentimental one. Yeah, it doesn't. It's ha-
3: just too <laughs> sad. Like,
2: yeah
4: <sighs> it it's not one that I would if I if I was wa- randomly watching TV <laughs> and I came across it, I I don't think I'd stop on it. I mean, I think it's like a moving episode. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, it's just one of those ones where you like. It's, it takes a certain mood or a certain situation to like, uh, be able to stand it.
2: Yeah. You know what else I don't like? I don't like the, whoever the voice actress is doing, to, uh, uh, Chucky's mom, like re reading the letter.
1: Mm-hmm. It's hmm. so
2: like, it sounds like, um, Kate Blanchett and Lord of the Rings or something. It's so <laughs> it's, it's too perfect. Like, who is this woman? Hmm. Why does she sound like she's <laughs> done like 30 years of voice acting? You know, small complaint, yeah. but uh, I we've talked about we did an episode review on this. Um, oh, yeah, I think Brett also really didn't like it. Not um, our, fr- our personal friend Brett, I think he was also pretty down on it. Yeah, he this <laughs> okay, yes. good. So, I'm not the only one, <laughs> yeah, no,
4: yeah, I think that's a safe ish pit i mean like, I think people it's a love safe this pit.
3: episode i'm just like <laughs> yeah oh, d- it's such a bummer though like, it is a what? bummer
4: for yeah.
3: sure and there's no lesson like in hey arnold the episodes that are a bummer are like heartwarming at the same time mm.
2: yeah yeah and in the end like chucky still he's too young to be grappling with this
3: yeah, yeah. it's really inappropriate <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah uh-huh.
1: yeah oh and
3: and i guess um i forgot to say that my connection like to the first chucky's dad oh it's the potty training one yeah he drops him off and he's like don't eat another earthworm
2: (laughs) Uh, oh
3: yeah
2: that's that's pretty that's cute yeah that's that's i like that stuff um well my ferguson's very simple uh it's uh season six episode one b it's called a dog's life and it is the introduction of the destroyer of worlds himself dill oh yes and i just to you know if if heat wave is like maybe an indicator of how things are slipping dill is the nail in the coffin (laughs) right he is uh there's just no recovery. You know, you mentioned um, what you had an episode. Oh, Ghost Story. And and if I remember right, he is in Ghost Story. But um, I just.
3: Yeah, he slobbers all over the kids. The...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like uh, that was like yeah. my cue. I remember growing up of like, I think I'm done with this. I don't want to watch this new baby.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: I, I, I mean, the weird part about Dill is that he he kind of like broke the show in a way Whereas, it like it's these kids that you can understand. You're like following them. They can talk to each other. Suddenly mm. there's this kid that's like right. even younger somehow, so much younger somehow that he can't communicate at
2: all with them, even though he's only, I think, two months younger. <laughs> like they set him at three. It's weird because you've watched it for years. Of yeah. course, they haven't aged, but I think uh, they said that Dill was always supposed to be about three months, Mm-mm. and Tommy is supposed <laughs> okay. to be around five or six. Wow.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, which there's no okay. way of. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but five a it's five a five month old being as mobile as Tommy seems bonkers.
4: Well, it's like that's the like the premise of the show though like i sure. can accept it as <laughs> sure. Like, sure. that's what they're giving us i guess you it's absurd, the, the babies
2: but the babies okay. are talking you're right yeah i I, I, sh- I should not i should pick my fights uh yeah
3: and great uh, name too dill like i think that's a great name yeah what? that
2: is good oh Dil i don't know pickles. about that dill
3: come on yeah. dill pickle <laughs> no it's <laughs> <That's> hilarious no
2: <laughs> it's wrong <laughs> it's wrong
3: <laughs> what's your dill pickle
2: tommy tommy pickles it like it seems like they're too practical to do something like Dill. Mm. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. Seems like it. seems like the writers got big heads. Maybe thought thought this joke trying up. to get clever. Yeah. yeah. Burn it down.
3: Yeah. Now there's a million kids <laughs> named Dill out there. <laughs> <laughs> so-
2: <laughs> Change the whole game. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> Well, we did it guys. We talked about our favorite Rugrats episodes with very little crossover in any category. I think yeah. uh Angelica breaks a leg is the only thing that's been mentioned twice, which I guess means it's the greatest episode ever.
3: It's pretty mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: is mind-blowing. Yeah.
4: Um, it's this might be like the Nickel- the uh top Nickelodeon show that like uh transforms. Like how much it transforms. Yes. I guess Um, Yeah, just like become something a little different as it goes on
2: hmm yeah I think that's I think that's both probably a good and you know depending on how old you were when it was happening it was like it's probably a smart thing on their part but also you know I think it probably has generations of different you know age fans yeah which is which is good for the show
4: for sure yeah
2: Um, well Uh, That wraps up our favorite Rugrats episodes and we're going to take a little time off here because what is uh, what's next Andrew? Um, Podtober's coming up. Heyo. For all of you
4: um, scary fans, (laughs) horror fans. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we're going to start out with uh, one that's appropriate we think Rugrats Real or Robots? that's right um we've nice. talked about uh candy bar or candy bar creep show i think yeah. it's the only other uh scary themed rugrats we've talked about so far yeah uh, but this is another very good one i think pretty
2: early this one we probably should do a ghost a ghost story we should probably do there's one it's really later it's like werewolf or something it is a halloween episode yeah yeah werewolf or something you know another one I watched that was kind of creepy? I think it's called Let There Be Light, where like the power goes out. Yeah. Oh. Vaguely remember it. It was pretty creepy. So there's a lot of good stuff, but Realer Robots is um, definitely got like a weird, creepy sci fi feel yeah for sure that'll be a good one should be fun yeah and i know
3: my favorite halloween episode you guys ever did was um cat dog cat dogula <laughs>
4: oh boy
2: really <laughs> yeah really it's hilarious wait you like the wait 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 you like the episode or you like our episode oh i like your episode okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's probably the last cat dog we'll ever do so
3: That's a shame, shame too, because I can just really bring out the best
2: in people. It is more fun to talk about stuff that's, you know, people are far apart on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it also we've talked about this. It also feels like a bad use of time. It's like that mix. Because this, you know, this this podcast is a finite thing. And so to spend a week prepping two weeks prepping cat dog. When you haven't talked <laughs> yeah. about like some of the best are you afraid of the darks or whatever just yeah, feels that's like That's true. You know, what are we doing? Crazy. Here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: And and there's like some episodes that there's some episodes that are like bad fun and some episodes that are bad
2: just boring and uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark usually gives the best combo. You know what I mean? Where it's <laughs> yeah, like, <for> sure. <laughs> where it's it's still fun to talk about, even when it's bad. Yeah, yeah. See, see, Cassandra explains it all. Thirteenth floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So we we generally don't give away all the lineup, but I will say we we've picked our book for the book club. We've this will be our third straight year doing a um Are You Afraid of the Dark book, and that yeah. is the Tale of the Shimmering Shell. So for anybody out there who wants to participate, uh, it's early September, so you'll still have plenty of time. Um, the episode probably won't air till later in October, um, so it's it was on Amazon for about four dollars. I know a couple people have already bought it, so it could be around five. Um, but um, I got mine in the mail. It looks terrible. <laughs> and I'm sure it will be, but...
3: <laughs> it sounds really cool, though, from the name.
2: Shimmering Shell, yeah. I, definitely, yeah. I definitely... Okay, so without having read it, my impression so far is that it's like an angry wave or something. Mm. I... <laughs> well... <laughs> I read
4: the uh, description. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. It's not an angry wave. Are you sure?
2: Yeah, it's... <laughs> Okay, I guess well, I won't good. give it. I won't give I, it anything away. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we have a bunch of our, you know, some of our classic guests lined up to talk with us. We also have, um, a, you know, last year we did favorite Twilight zones, and we have an episode kind of in the same vein this year that we're excited about. It won't be Nick related. Um, so
3: you're doing Twilight?
2: Yeah, we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: knew
2: it. We're ranking Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah so that'll be that'll be really fun uh, Podtober is on its way uh, in the meantime if you want to get a hold of us we are on Twitter at POC Podcasts. we're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast you can email us I guess we haven't read emails in like three months um, <laughs> but you, yeah, you can if you want shorter, oh sh- sh- shorter is better uh, you can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com and you can hear us wherever you hear podcasts I think pretty much uh, Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes leave us a review if you want uh, Cassandra thank you so much for joining us for the first time, your insight uh, it was great with Rugrats and uh, we hope to talk to you more
3: yes, no, thank you I hope I've behaved well enough that I'll be invited back <laughs>
4: Yeah, great time. Um, I guess we'll see all you creeps next episode.
2: Andrew, weren't you and I talking about lipshits? Or I, I thought I was talking about lipshits with somebody.
4: <laughs> no, I mean he might have come up recently. <laughs> um. All right, hold on. Yep, hold happy
3: look. Halloween. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>